or a set look to I me like chicken salad I'm sorry. no salad is either pasta with cool stuff in it or it's lettuce and salad vegetable gardeny shit i don't eat when you start pasta. calling salad after meat chicken salad's good fucking disgusting nah man you, you may as well just put vomit on toast man chicken salad ham no. salad egg salad ham egg. salad no that's like let me get a plate of ham. let me get a plate of uh, vomit salad please thank you Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast with absolutely no anesthesia. And extra mayo. Fuck you, Russell. <laughs> we have the billion. That's me. We have Russell, the mayo lover. I'm fucking here and present and accounted for. And he likes his mayo. And we have the wheeler, <laughs> who absolutely detests mayonnaise. In fact, I detest mayonnaise so much. I think you're overcompensating for something. Your long car. My long car. And your mayo. You know, it almost didn't fit. (laughs) (laughs) I marked the time. Billy's already got it marked. Uh Uh-oh. We have an uncorking. Oh, yeah. We we got to get the the pre-show clinky in. And then we have an exciting beer of the episode for this particular episode and an exciting tangential beer of the episode story for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which just happened a little while ago. Uh, as Russell will give you the details of the beer, this beer's beer. Oh, you want me to go ahead and do the uh, this uh, episode's yeah. beer? Uh, episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode's beer of the episode. Russell, why don't you tell the good listeners out there, Metal Nerdyville, about this episode's beer of the episode? This, it's this one's, right? It's this episode's this, okay. beer for of the this episode. episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, this this beer of the episode is called Cow Cow. <laughs> cow cow. That's it. it is, is it milk? It's like a double it's a date with two big girls. It is a chocolate milk stout. Chocolate milk. Eh? Stout. Excellent. With peppermint. And it's got this pretty cool little uh, album cover. It's got a little cowboy cow. <laughs> <laughs> a little cowboy cow? Yeah. Actually, that's a pig, isn't it? It looks, cow. It, it's like a cow with like a pig nose. Yeah, sort of. And then that's there's a. Some peppermint striped cacti. Yeah, those are probably mescaline cactuses. Yeah, there's a little owl peeking out of one. Some little skulls. Wait, owls live in cactuses? In this in this album cover, they do. That's cool. Ooh, wait, no, the peyote uh, cactus is at the base. The base. The base of the ginormous cactus. This one comes from the Brewing Project. Which I believe we've got that's something that's from with them a K. Before. Yes, the Brewing Project with a K. We have. Uh, uh, it's not giving me the, the percentage. Oh, yeah, that's that's a travesty. It One is good. Though. I've already Keep had cold, a... drink fresh. There it is. It's in. Uh, it's very. It looks almost like the goodbye date on like milk. Like you know, best consumed by. Oh. You can barely see it, but it looks like it says. Uh, uh, 4.07% alk by, oh, you see it? Weak. It's very hard to see. Yeah. Well, how does it taste there? It's tasty. It's uh, got a coffee. It's, it's almost like a mocha choco bullshit. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're at Starbucks and got a peppermint coffee. It, it tastes like if you got coffee and then, or like coffee made with hot chocolate. And yeah. then you, you know that peppermint bark you get like at the holidays? It's like, yeah. 
peppermint infused and then, chocolate and you mix and, it with beer put it in that and then make made beer out of it okay it, it tastes it, sort of like it jesus doesn't sound and sunshine had a baby on my tongue jesus that's gross. That's <laughs> sorry i stole that from a movie jesus okay. and sunshine and uh clinky time uh uh, uh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay so that was this episode's beer of the episode and this clinky is brought to you by fire on the mountain thank you gentlemen thank you to billiam and thank you to fire on the mountain cheers fellas And uh, Matt poured a little bit out for his God homies. Damn, that is smooth. Of the uh, beer of the episode just yeah, a bit ago. All my dead homies. Yeah, I fucked up. I went to go put the beer down, took a sip of it, had just opened it, took a sip, and then I went to sit it down on, I guess that's a smoker out there. It's, mm-hmm. this, it's the super relaxer smoker. Yes. And I thought it was firmly on terra firma, and it turns out it must have been on the edge, and it just Jump. went boom. And it fell, and then it looked like it basically looked like a, a baby had diarrhea outside. So I had to clean it up. Sort of. That, that's kind of what the beer looks like. It's like baby diarrhea and <laughs> coffee and chocolate milk. Yes. Ready, break. All right. Made of baby diarrhea. <laughs> well, we've got an exciting episode. Oh, this one's there. so fucking exciting. Jace. Yeah. I think yes. we've been kind of itching to do this one for basically since the beginning, but. For a veggie, veggie long time. The time has come to do it now. So when this one comes out, I said it. That's right. When It'll this one is exposed to the earth. Exposed to everyone. It will be on the anniversary. Yes, it will be on anniversary number 35. 35 yeah, nice. Which is a biggie. God, it's a big one. Oh, oh mark geez. the time there, Billy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, and we're talking about that little old band from California, that little, little satanic, maybe not satanic band. Los Angeles, California. California is thrash. They're not satanic. No, they're not. Band. They just love Satan, kind of. They don't deny the power of Satan. They're satanic. Yeah, they are satanic. Yeah. We're talking about the Slayer, and we're talking about... The greatest thrash album. The greatest thrash album Ever of all fucking time. recorded. Yeah. Not to say anything against puppets, but this is a different different breed. But we're talking about the rain in blood. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, how glorious. Is it 29 minutes or 26 it's minutes? It's like 28.58 or something. It's like... It's just under five five. Here of it is. Music guys. Twenty eight minutes and fifty five seconds of Jesus bliss <laughs> <laughs> of salvation. Yeah, well, not salvation, but salvation in an evil way. What was y'all's first impression? Like when y'all first heard this, what was your first impression? Uh, Holy fucking shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first song I oh, heard yeah. was the first song on the album, yeah. and I never heard anything so fucking heavy. So fast, yes. so cool, yes. best guitar riffs, just everything that I like about a song was in that song, and it was fucking glorious. It literally blew my mind, because I'd, I'd never heard, I'd always heard about Slayer, you know, because at this point, I'd gotten into, like, Anthrax, and I'd gotten into Metallica, into Megadeth, but I wasn't familiar with the Slayer just yet. Oh, look at that, we got the, Billiam just got down the, the vinyl copy. <sighs> For us to ooh and ah at the cover. You know what's funny about the cover is there's a. I always thought they were tails, but some people think they're they're I think two those locks. Are dicks. Yes, those are dicks hanging but, out front. But when I see at the bottom there, the Dugan sticking straight up. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the whole the whole everything about this album, the artwork, the artwork was creepy as fuck. Even just looking at it, like when I bought the cassette, first of all, I couldn't understand, you know, why both 
sides were the same. I do now because it was 28 minutes, 55 seconds long. Sure. But looking at the album cover, I was like, holy shit, that's fucking dark. Because at the time, I'm like 14 years old. I'm looking at this like, what the fuck? When I listened to it, because this was the first real Slayer I'd heard. I hadn't heard anything on Wreckage. I hadn't heard anything else. But the lyrics were so upfront, and the music was so fucking angular and intense. It was just like, it was like listening to a horror show. Yeah. Like Black Sabbath on ultra fucking mega steroids made by the CDC or something. I mean, I just th- massive. I don't think they liked the... The dicks. The cover. <laughs> the cover dicks. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe they got uh, dick cover models to be in the drawing. No. The, yeah, I think those are dicks. I think I'd already seen the uh, video where they play with Exodus and Venom, whatever that's now called. The, uh, oh, 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 Ultimate oh, Revenge. About, there it is. Yeah. Ultimate Revenge, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd already seen that, and I did hear earlier Slayer before I heard this, and I liked it, you know. I, I liked it, but I wasn't into Slayer yet. But when I heard this, this is like what got me into Slayer, you know. This is like my first exposure to Slayer. So my first exposure. It, it might have been mine as well. I mean, to start with that, because I was like, holy fuck, and then went backwards. Like, I found out, oh, they've got other stuff. They've got Live and Dead. They've got Haunting mm-hmm. the Chapel. They've got Show No Mercy. they got Hell Awaits. Right. But this was next level shit. And the artwork is really, Larry Carroll did a killer, killer job on that. He was their artist for quite a few albums, I think. But the more you look at it, there's like more shit that you find. It's just like, holy fuck, man. Like yeah. that head in the upper left-hand corner that's just sitting there. Uh-huh. It just looks creepy as fuck. Michael Myers. Maybe. Hey, maybe. Did he get, uh, I was going to say, did he get his head amputated in one of them? Or I guess that's decapitated, right? Yeah. Yes. It's the same. Sorry. I eat my soup with a, with a fork, so sometimes <laughs> I have a hard time. Sometimes you have a hard time? Sometimes I do. Okay. Yeah, Because I can't get it all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> yep, go ahead, mark the time. <laughs> Put that one on. Frequently played. Uh, we used to um, experiment with paper products, and um, we'd put on Bugs Bunny cartoons and play this album. Uh, I remember those stories. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. And then sometimes, just for fun, we'd put the cartoon in slow motion. <laughs> I kind of feel like psychedelic relaxers while listening to Rain and Blood would be... Pretty really intense. intense. It's pretty intense. Because usually I'm kind of like, you know, it's like Cheech Jung. I'm like, mellow, mellow. <laughs> you were pretty mellow the other night. I saw on, on the old yeah, IG. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a bottle of Welch's finely <laughs> aged grape juice. That's basically what it was. It wasn't Welch's. It was some other. It was, was that when you were playing the guitar? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I just, oh, at that point, I was just, while well, I, <laughs> I was recording it, and I was trying to find where the fucking camera was. And I was looking at it, and I was I was a little bit fucked up. Just, oh, like, just a little bit. Just sure. a little bit. Yeah. Touch. Yep. Just just one bottle of wine. Sure. That's yeah. fine. Yep. Just one. Just one. But I was like looking for it. I'm like, oh, shit, where is it? I'm looking at the wrong way. It's like, that's why you don't give technology to old people. Sounded good, though. It did sound Thank good. You. Yeah. Yeah, the old stoner metal uh, version of... Um, no Quarter. Yeah. yeah Thank you very good. much. I liked it. If y'all like to see that, you can go check out our Facebook page. Is that a seven string you were playing? That was a six string. Actually... That was also brought to you by ESP and Mesa Boogie and myself. So I saw where we got a, a flag because there was no quarter, no quarter. Yeah, so they, I don't know if it got pulled from Instagram or if it got pulled from Facebook, but it got it, pulled from one of them. 
It well, I don't know. It's still is it is it still on both out there? It's on both, but well, it did get the little notice thing about you know you've got copyrighted material and you can't play this in some countries. So I went back and put the little note to make the bots happy that you know I don't own rights to any of this music, oh, including gotcha. the part that I fucking played myself that I right. created in my own fucking brain head. <laughs> I don't own the rights to that either because everything's about goddamn money, and you greedy fucks will block any kind of awesome entertainment. Yeah. Anywhere. Sorry, I had to do that. Oh man, now I feel better. I feel like I just blew out the lines a little bit. I did that one time with a um, one by Metallica. I one. Was, I was playing along with it on a, and all they did were any part that had lyrics, they just chopped the audio out. Oh wow! And then when the lyrics would stop, they'd let the music play. That's interesting because the part I played over had zero lyrics. Right. Yeah. Until the end, when I started, you know. Speaking to the machine, it sounds uh, fucked up, isn't it? It's like, welcome to Skynet. What's he doing? Oh, he's talking to his phone <laughs> to people that he doesn't even know are out there that are looking at him like, you're a fucking lunatic, aren't you? Yep. The, okay, the back of the album cover for Rain and Blood, when I saw this at like Camelot and Record Bar at the mall and stuff, like when I first heard Rain and Blood, I thought, okay, this sounds evil as shit. And these, you know, just sound everything the vocals, the guitars, the drums, even the bass just sounded evil. And then I looked at the back album cover, I was like, these guys are kind of scary looking. Mm-hmm. Like Tom's got this look like he's about to devour a, you know, fucking cheetah or something in the wild. I mean, his teeth are just all like, you know, teeth. He's such a happy dude, though. Yeah. I know. That, you know whenever that's you watch why an interview with him. Yeah, yeah that's why now I kind of get it, because I'm sure they were probably... They are probably and, cracking up. And yeah. they're like, drinking Stella, yeah. which I didn't even know existed Stella! back then. Yeah. Stella Artois. I thought maybe that fueled their e- evilosity. Yeah, probably. Like when I was younger, I was like, okay, maybe that's it. Maybe that's where they draw their power. It's not from Satan, although you shouldn't deny the power. Yeah, or forget to deny the power of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> or forget where the button is. <laughs> But I thought, yeah, maybe Stella Artois is, uh, maybe that's the, the key. We got a loudwire.com Slayer Rain and Blood Factuses. Well, some of this isn't new. Some of this I, should probably yeah, be def, I didn't really think of Def Jam as a hip hop label, but I guess it was. It was, yeah. but I mean, yeah. at the time, I just thought it's a fucking record label. I yeah, was I less concerned. I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Like with Megadeth being on, you know, Capital, because Capital was not really like a big metal label i guess like you know say atlantic or something like that but i was like i don't give a shit it's still i'm for the band i don't really give a fuck what the label is Uh, well that rick rubin is a blessing he is a blessing god bless rick rubin i'm so glad he took off the 85 echo on the vocals i you know I, i appreciate the 85 echo on the on the albums that it was on sure because that kind of marked the time that they were created but Mark this time. this was a whole new you know but the thing about sound. that though the reverb in, the reverb in general though right it right. was higher on the other ones oh yeah not they so much on this yeah, one. But it they sounded of, like they were in a cave but the right. reverb almost kind of masked some of the lyrics like the actual content right. yeah because with this it's very dry and very in your face this was such a dried produced dry produced it was produced with no lube that's what we're saying rain and blood was produced with no lube that's right matt said it but it was so dry in the lyrics that the vocals were very upfront, so you could hear every mother pinche thing that was coming out of their face. Right. Yes. Or Tom's face hole. His face hole. Yeah. It's the mouth. Speaking of his face hole, it only took him two takes to do the old scream. 
Yeah, really? I, I'd read yeah. somewhere that he, I think initially they tried to do like a death growl kind of thing. And, you know, maybe Rick Rubin was like, eh, maybe try something else. And then that's where the, ah! So it, it went from like, because otherwise it would have been, which would have been like still death metal sounding. Sure. But for whatever reason, that, I don't know why, but like that scream and like the one on Black Magic, like the Tom scream. Yeah. There's something very, yeah, there's something very unsettling about it. It's lovely. It's lovely, it is, yes, but it's just, it's somehow unsettling almost in a, man, that's just fucking weird. Yeah, Yeah, well. Creepy ASMR. That's what they were going for. Yeah, well, they fucking nailed it. a horror movie scream. Yeah, they did. You know. They nailed the fuck out of it. No radio attention. Not a surprise. No. Who's going to play that? Corporations don't like art. Well, not in 1987. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. Well, right, and excuse, the, me. excuse me, the, the religious right didn't like it in 1986 either. Yeah. For they were trying to run a very holy country and not have these dastardly meddlers from Los Angeles going out there playing Satan metal. I don't have a name for this character, but he sounds like a real racist douchebag southern asshole. <laughs> sort of. All right. All right. That's a long name, but all right, dude. Something else I'd heard about this originally, I don't know if it's on the list here, but is that Rick Rubin actually had him play all the songs faster, like faster than they originally were. Like, for example, if I've read that before, too. Like, yeah. if you've heard Aggressive Perfector, which I think was like a bonus track on Live Undead or Haunting the Chapel. There's a version on Rain and Blood when they re-release Rain and Blood that's way faster that has the Rain and Blood sound. But it's almost like he just told him, it's like, yeah, just fucking do everything faster. <laughs> Which is basically code for, eh, here's a pound of Coke. Just uh, let's wrap this thing up right. and go to work. That's somewhere out there in the, the lore of your. And if some of y'all want to corroborate that story or you've got conflicting information that might also corroborate that story, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. I was picking that. I think we got a voicemail. Ooh, it's the voicemail segment. What? <laughs> Voicemail ASMR. <laughs> Love it. I think they started this tour with Wasp. Huh. I think they opened for Wasp. On wow, that would have been a cool... F- Can you imagine how cool that would have oh, been? Man. I would not have wanted to have been Wasp. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, these guys are before us? Holy shit. And well, if Slayer's uh, tried and true showed up for the show, Wasp probably got shit thrown. Yeah, they did. They, I don't know Slayer how long it lasted. known but... for having uh, aggressive fans against yeah, indeed. the other bands. Everybody's seen the Jim Brewer bit. Everybody yeah. knows. And everybody that's been to a Slayer show also knows right but you got to think though in a way like if wasp had anything to do with, with with that pairing on the tour surely some slayer fans had to get you know sort of turned Did on by tour? wasp or enjoy it to some extent i remember listening to i think it was carrie king tell a story about them touring with um allison chains and people were throwing bottles of piss at allison slayer chains. or wasp no, oh slayer, slayer touring with allison chains yeah. what and it was right before the Allison Chains breakthrough. Uh, it was oh, okay. it was some tour. It was like a kind of like a monsters. It wasn't the Donington thing, thing like was that. it? Huh? Was it the Donington thing, like in '91? It was something like that. And they and Carrie King was talking about, uh, you know, he's like, you know, I got to give it to those guys. They were professional because they're getting booed, spit on, shit thrown at them, and all of this. 
And he said, I felt so bad for him. And then he's like, and then they're, you know, then man in the box came out six weeks later and they showed everybody else. You know, so. <laughs> yep. like, stay, stay true to your art folks. Yeah. It, you will get redemption by the way, uh, not to interject, but Billy, could you give us some proper metal nerdery mood lighting? <gasps> That's a good point. Oh. Especially, I got my shades on, so everything's super. Dirty. Now it's blood red here yeah. in thirty third floor inverted underground Bunker Poon Studios in downtown lovely and talented Atlanta. Because now we got the red lights over here on the side. The captain, captain light is on. Captain's lit up. The captain Morgan is lit up. Yep. So um, don't deny the power of Satan. Indeed. Well, that, that's going to be the theme for this show because <laughs> rain and blood. Derp. So they also toured with Overkill. That would and have been Malice. red. That would have been gray. Yeah. It would have been super red. And then Lombardo left a little bit after the first few shows. That's bizarre. Yeah, I think he was. Well, I don't think they were making much money, you know. And he was, yeah, he well, was ready to start a family and whatnot. Sure. I mean, you get to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, we're artists. Yeah, we're doing something creative. Yeah, we're not doing the traditional route. But at the same time, hey, man, this shit ain't free. It's crazy, though, because you. Like looking at it now, you think, well, damn, they already had a couple, three albums out before this. So you thought they would have been doing pretty good. But, well, you know, record contracts are usually written to fuck the artist and maximize capital for the record label because yeah. all they're doing is promoting it. And now with the internet, you don't really fucking need that. So they've proven themselves irrelevant. But yeah, I understand it. Sorry, Matt. Why are you so caustic? I don't know because I fucking hate corporations and greed and money. But please, if you'd like to support us, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, go buy this shit at, uh, this is laryngitis. Go buy this shit at melnotary.com slash merch. Uh, Matt, Matt hates capitalism, but it's like he needs money and stuff. And it's like, you know, I lost all my money in Hungary. So it's like, you know, please, please buy this shit. Also, I need some Trident vibes. A uh, tall Demachian underscore one, two, three. My other account got hacked. Uh, I love the helmet. There it is. Ow. Wow. It says that Ruben offered a Lombardo a salary to come back. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's too good to, to just go away, you know? It's like, you, you can't do that. You can't release. And the funny thing is, I think when they did this album, and they've they've said this in multiple interviews, it was just the next album. It wasn't like they right. planned to write, you know, no. we wrote this fucking masterpiece, bro. It was like it was just the next fucking album. Yep. Yeah. I don't think, you know, really anybody ever sees that happening, though. You know, it's always yeah. like, boom. You know, it fucking happened. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but don't you think on some level that people like, like any fan that got any Slayer fan that got rain and blood before it like really broke and got to be what we now know and love is to be one of the most landmark albums in all of thrash. Yeah. Don't you think when people heard this, they were kind of like, all right, there's something about this record. Oh, like it's going to go far. Like that. Surely people had to get that feel for it. You know? Yeah. I mean, when I heard it, it, like I said, it was just, it was game changer. Yeah, I mean, it's nonstop. Every song is badass. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, there's not like, oh, let's skip that song. No. Yeah. You, just, you can't uh, do it. Yeah, you just. You cannot do that because no. it, it. And you can't put it, it on shuffle either. Song. You got you to listen to them in order. Right, right. Actually, yeah. I, actually, I did listen to it on Choufle on the way up here. Oh, man, it's oh, terrible. God, I, I would, that would have OCD well, fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started it with Angel of Death, so it started right. And then it went into like, you know, uh, epidemic. I'm like, that's kind of a cool, you know, it's not the same as going yeah, piece by piece because there's a flow yeah. with this one. You can't really fuck with it. Yeah, man. It's just, just, just looking on the back here, it says that it's side two starts with criminally insane. That's kind of a strange. On the record? Yeah. yeah, on yeah. The record. It's yeah. a strange 
opener for side two, because usually there's side two songs like Ghosts of War, Hallowed Point. You know, I'm talking specifically of the cassettes. But those are usually pretty up-tempo, fast, you know. But Criminally Insane's a little different, a little creepier with the drums starting out. Take your fucking life. Yes. And the little sinister laughter you can hear in the background. Yes. Laughter. You can't have slaughter without laughter. Just remember that, folks. Or, you know, I don't know. Do people go to comedy shows to enjoy lauder? No, they don't. They go to enjoy laughter. The English language is Was it you that posted... Somebody posted just the other day the... Uh, Slayer on Jimmy Fallon. It was not me. It was, I don't know when it, maybe five, six years ago. Do you remember what song it was? Yeah, fucking Rain and Blood on Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Nice. It was glorious. I mean, it was really good. Well, back in the day, they used to, I guess bands didn't want to do that because it was too much to bring all their shit to the, to the venues and set up like they normally would at a show. Oh, they, had, they had the lights. They had it all going. It, it looked like a Slayer show. But Slayer kind of had that whole result. Renaissance. I <laughs> just made up a new word. Not renaissance, but like they sort of, like as they finished out their career and at, at the retirement tour, they kind of, like they've been climbing yeah. constantly. You know, thinking about it, I think I've seen Slayer more than I've seen any other band. Because they toured same, so fucking same much. Here. They mm-hmm. did. I yeah. saw them at least three or four times on God Hates Us All Alone. Oh, oh wow. wow. I haven't seen I've, I've, I've seen Slayer probably a total of six times, is, is my guess. And there may be one or two that I'm forgetting about. But. <laughs> well, regrettably, I never got to see him back in high school. That was one thing that always pissed me off. Oh, like, the yeah. first time I saw Slayer, I think, was probably, fuck, it might have been the God Hates Us All tour. Really? The yeah. last time I saw him was uh, the Tabernacle. I think I've seen him thrice. Thrice. In fact, recently, I just thought about something. It's been, uh, might have been yesterday. I think it's been 11 years since was it it wasn't anthrax was it anthrax i know it was megadeth and slayer they played at the at the gwinnett arena mm-hmm. yeah. i forgot who opened that it was anthrax i thought it was okay it yeah. was anthrax i think we talked about this on a previous episode i think you had a problem yeah. getting in or something but that I was did. when uh i think slayer played all of seasons in the abyss yep. and megadeth played all of um rust in peace I was gonna say Hangar 18. Like that's not the name of the album. <laughs> I, I saw one of those fucking mayhem shows. Uh, not, not mayhem. Yeah, no. What's it called? With the monster, like the, that like their unholy alliance. No, show? it was the monster energy drink. Uh, they did a. Yeah, I think it was called Mayhem. It was. I just remember I saw Motorhead and Slayer and Slipknot. Like that's all a in a row. Show. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. I think it was Motorhead, then Slayer, then Slipknot. And uh, that Slipknot headlined it. But uh, holy shit, it was amazing. It was re- it was at Lakewood, which I hate that fucking place. But still, you know, a lot of good shows have been there. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to Lakewood in ages. Yeah, it was one of those. I, I remember they had these motorcycle guys. Since Iron Maiden. Doing all these jumps and shit. That's right. I guess that was the last anyway. one. It's mayhem. Motorcycle guys? Yeah. So Hell's Angels is what no, you're saying, no, no, right? No, 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 no. We're, yeah. we're like out there buying beers, doing, and there's yeah. motorcycles uh, going over your head. Nice. Motocross. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like the Monster Energy motocross oh, guys. Gotcha, yeah. Trick mo- yeah. motocross guys. Right. It was weird. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I'm standing there buying a beer, and a motorcycle just goes right <laughs> over my fucking head. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. There was a lot of good bands on that show. I remember that. Anyway, I wonder, one of the last times I saw Slayer at Lakewood, I think it was back in like 06. It might have been that Unholy Alliance tour. 
I think with Lamb of God and maybe Mastodon, they had their fucking Marshall cabinets stacked up and upside down crosses. crosses. Yeah. yeah. It uh, was fucking badass. I was looking at it. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Man. That's like totally slaying. I saw you know? him do that one time. I don't remember which tour. It wasn't an outdoor show. I want to say it was like the center, uh, not center stage. It was probably the Civic Center. Was that yeah. the one where all the seats got y- yanked up? Possibly. Yeah, that was the Civic Center. Is that, okay. yeah. Okay. That was uh, south of Evan, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 88, I believe, even though I didn't go to that one. Well, what they had on that one is they had the Marshall stacks, but they were different colors, and the ones they formed an upside down cross oh, okay. in the middle of the stacks ah. with the black amps, I guess, and the rest were gray or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Gray amps. That's pretty cool. Versus something like amps. that. You know what? Big black amps. Memory's a little foggy. Oh, man. Check out their big black amps. I have a few black spots on my brain. Black spots? <laughs> yeah. I think it's called Alzheimer's. Early onset, maybe. I don't Could know. Be. Maybe not. Could be just uh, post-drunkenness amnesia. A reissue bonus tracks. Bonus tracks. Well, yeah, that was the additional Aggressive Perfector and the Criminally Insane remix, which was really strange. I don't know if y'all ever heard uh-uh. that. It's, it's similar, but it's like there's... It's like that you could tell they did like drum overdubs because the drums were loud as shit compared to everything else. It's like they punched in the drum parts. Okay. And it's it's got a different vibe. You'll, we'll have to play it because yeah. it's, it's like at the end of the original release, but it's very interesting. I just thought of something tangential that I don't know if we want to uh, pay heed to or to kind of ease in, if you will. Have y'all heard the, since this is tangentially related, I think it's totally fair to talk about it. Have you heard the latest Exodust track that's dropped. No, I haven't heard that one yet. Clickbait. Veggie. Good. Veggie. ASMR. Yes. 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 I was just saying, if you wanted to warm up. That tour's coming up. That, uh, the album comes out in November, I think. Persona Non Grata. Yeah, they're, well, they're coming here. <sighs> Soon. I wonder if they're going to do the goofy they restriction are. stuff. They uh, are. They are, Matthew. Well, probably not they. It's probably the venues that is doing it. It's probably not the bands that's doing it. It's the venue. Yeah. Or live, or whoever the promoter yeah, what, is. What, the, new, the yeah. new Ticketmaster asshole? Is that what it is? Something. Sorry, all my causticity is coming out today. Hopefully this will be a nice cathartic episode. <laughs> so all of my anger and... I was going to say viscosity, but it's like, no, that, that makes it sound like you're going to ejaculate everywhere don't do that i was thinking blow up an engine but or that you know i I just i can't hear viscosity without thinking about castrol (laughs) right that's what i was thinking those old commercials we redlined this engine in first gear at twenty thousand rpms and it didn't melt yet because of the viscosity viscosity all right so some clickbait you wanna Uh, sure let's let's ease into the before we get to the the main event let's have the killer opener how about that see what i did there Yes. I love their sound, man. I swear they're using the same amps they used on Fabulous Disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. They sound perfect.
I like it. Yeah. Nike, Jace. So throwback, you know. I know. It's very Exodus. Yes. It, it almost sounds like it could have come like right after Fabulous Disaster. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, Even the sound, like with the guitar yeah. sound, like you said, it's like, yeah, maybe they had those in storage. Yeah. It really sounds uh, similar. Yes. I mean, close. Very similar. Close. You're saying it sounds similar. Sort of similar. Sort of. Now back to the show. All right. Well, shall we get into uh, the opener of all openers? I think we should. It's one of the best, if not the best, killer opener. And it's got the whole thing about it. It's a killer opener. It's got a killer middle section. It's probably one of the few songs. We should have like a killer middle section episode. (laughs) We'll call it the killer abdomen episode. See what I did there? The killer thorax, huh? There you go. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think you guys know. Angelus. Squeeze the huevos. Oh man, we we got to hear the oh yeah, we got to hear the metal the breakdown, the killer metal part. Yeah, God, God, it just doesn't get any fucking better. <sighs> no, it doesn't. It's literally like uh, it's like yoga, fucking yoga on. metal ASMR, yoga yoga metal. Stop it. Transcendental. <laughs> uh, Here it comes. Can I hit this? Okay. Oh, cool. It's so fucking killer. The marshals all day. Too. I know, man. <laughs> so descriptive and so creepy. And he was viciously descriptive. He yeah. was so good at it. Yeah, you know, this, uh, the enunciation and the cadence and just everything about it is so fucking perfect. Yeah. I've know. heard uh, so many people say Corey Taylor uh, recently, or, or no, it was on one of those fucking uh, uh, rock docs that I watched about thrash metal. And it's just like, I'm so fucking pissed off they wrote that album. <laughs> I wanted to write that fucking album. You know, everybody wants to write that album. Right. Here's something I know. I think we might have said this in the South of Heaven episode, but something about this record, it's very visual. The yeah. whole vibe of it. It's like got this weird, palpable, just 
it's like a whole other thing. Like you put it on, it's like you're instantly transported to this dark dimension. There's just, you know, fucking blood and guts and evil and Satan. And I don't know. It puts a smile on my face. I mean, it yes. does that too, but it's like, it just has this weird vibe. Like when you, it's an aesthetic, I guess when you put it on, it just, it has all those components. It's just like, you can see everything. Uh, the solo. Why not? song on the album the longest that's right so it's the matt's car song of the album that's what yep. you're saying <laughs> no it's just the longest oh uh, just the longest song, song right? yeah wait, wait the double bass part you got to do that i know it's coming sorry now. and go even that was ridiculous yes it's like this is basically just nothing but a song of ridiculousness to start the album it's delicious I swear I remember I, I swear I remember Tommy saying you know when we first when we first got this and we were first listening he was like there's no way that's that's gotta be <laughs> a drum machine you know kind of like the kind of like the James Hetfield with the on puppets it's like there's no way he's playing that fast right, it's right, impossible right. it's like no it's possible it's called being gifted yep that's what it is yep the next one had that real kind of piece by piece had like that real groove to it yeah because I don't think we really got into There's the groove few. stuff until South of Heaven, but like you on this one, I, going back, listen to it on the way over yeah. here, I kind of picked up on spots where there's like, yeah, there's a few songs that's got a it. good, but piece by piece really does. Yeah, it Sorry, I was talking doggies. I had to look up some of the words in this song and when I looked up the words I was even more disturbed like modulistic terror (laughs) you know something's modular like if you got a modular couch you know you can rearrange it any way you want move the pieces around yeah same with body parts wait I was going back looking at the front cover here I just love the simplistic distorted guitars there's there's 
they didn't layer a bunch of you know bullshit um, a bunch of hunk facts a hunk of chunk of bullshit yeah they mocha chunk of bullshit just it's just a fucking Marshall JCM eight hundred cranked you know maybe but, maybe a boss uh, metal pedal or but whatever. it had that sound like that literal like razor chainsaw. That's yeah, that's what like, I think of. Like when I when I think about this, like if someone ever asked me, you know, hey, what do you think hell sounds like? <laughs> I would just play this. Michael Buboy. Well, that's probably <laughs> right, but I would like to think I'd like to think that at least Rain and Blood on somewhere the on the playlist. No. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I mean, no. But it just something about just the sound of that, like yeah, their rhythm right. sound and their solo sound had that very sharp, like a fucking knife almost, just real like a jagged knife, like one of those like fucking Viking cooking knives. I guess Vikings cook now, and they've got knifeware or cutlery out there. And it looks all no, that would no. Be. Those are samurais, samurais Russell. Sorry. They they also cook wrong wrong region. <laughs> sorry, shrimp fried ravenous rice. That's what it is. Fuck, that sounds good. Uh, okay, excellent. Does you know what? Why don't we have? Speaking of food, I always got to bring it back to food because on some level, it's there's a food relation here. I don't know what it is, but what do you think about this? Fajita fried rice. Well, yeah, you just put fajita meat and the uh, peppers and the onions just like you. I mean, but it sounds rice, fucking yeah. delicious, though, does it, it not? It sure does. I mean, now necrophobic, uh, I thought, here's the thing, because keep in mind, at this point, I hadn't heard Show No Mercy and I hadn't heard Hell Awaits. So when I noticed on hello eights there was a song called necrophiliac well naturally got to go look that up because some of these words i mean it, you know look here's the reason that god listens to slayer because it's educational and this is why parents you should have your children listen to slayer because it's educational it teaches them new words like i didn't know what a necrophiliac is that's a that's, that's a corpse fucker yeah corpse in fucker. case y'all didn't know a necrophiliac uh, is a corpse fucker Jesus. a necrophobic God. A necrophobic is someone who's scared of death. This podcast has to stay 100 feet away from school zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine by me because I hate kids. All right. Just kidding. Not y'all's kids. Y'all have good kids. Oh, yeah. We, yeah ours are but best. everybody else's kids, fuck those kids. Man. Yeah, I don't like that. Not literally. Not. Oh, Jesus. Oh, just leave that out. You, you got to say something because people take shit literally now, and then you have to say, so this you're, disclaimer is for people who are too goddamn stupid to understand facts. You are on your way there it is. to talk about necrophobic. Yes. Yeah. That'd be track trace. Almost last week. Give me another bump. Okay. <laughs> One more. We're almost at the breakdown. Mine. 
those lyrics. Ah, man. I know. So good. (sighs) Delicious again, Peter. Yeah. Delicious. And then... So good. In my top five of all songs, all in the yeah. all time. Waiting the hour destined to die here on the table of hell. A figure what I know by man, approaching the altar of death. I bring the waiting dagger in hand, filling the filbert of blood. They can slide the ceremonial death, answer his every command. Backmasking messages by Satan left as a burp. And then... So good. I know. I swear to God. That part's even heavier. Like, as fast as it is, and it goes into that breakdown part, yeah. it's like, that's fucking brutally heavy. Yeah. That's how you make shit awesome. <laughs> you play super fast. Just add some And heavy. then you go into this fucking, you know, cut time with riding the freaking ride symbol. Yeah. It's just fucking beautiful. <laughs> and, and then, then some. <laughs> and then the way they. jeans are getting a little tight. They, my jeans are getting a little tight. Jeans are jeans are they, my jeans are getting a little tight. Oh boy! <laughs> How you doing? Mark the time. Come on, y'all, go ahead and mark the time. Yes, sir. It's time to mark that time. The way it goes into Jesus saves is sick. Yeah, just the blend. Almost like the whole album is one song. It is basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like an opera. Yeah. Call it a concept album. There it is. Fucking badass. Yes, sir. 
I know, right? <laughs> it just takes you back. Yep. Every Take time I breath. listen to it, I'm fucking 15. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear it, so I'm like 15 years old. It's a time travel record for sure. What is it? How does he sing that without not getting tongue-tied? <laughs> how the fuck? I don't know. How can you remember to say all those words <laughs> and articulate all those words I don't know clearly? You know, that man is a blessing. I, I'm, I'm sitting on a fucking stinking couch down in Tommy's band room. Right. Yeah. With uh, the freaking strobe lights on. Yeah. That's, I swear, I swear, it's a, it, that fucking dog smelling couch. <laughs> I still smell that fucking That couch. and some paper relaxers. Yeah. Smog dog? Wink. Smog dog. Remember the bass? Yeah, smog dog. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Did the dog <laughs> smoke weed or something? No, but it, had, it was a bass hound. Had Here's, those red, droopy eyes. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my dog, man. He's like, he's. He's hanging like out. I blow smoke in his face sometimes, man. What, what the f- yeah, Flash. Or what was Roscoe's? Flash. Name? It was Flash. flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Flash. It was Flash. It was. Yeah. Come on, Flash. It was Flash. Good, good, good. I'm shitting all over. Oh, I always feel like I always feel like Roscoe was probably on drugs a little bit or relaxers. Sorry. Or did you have like a secret conspiracy thing of what you thought Roscoe could Coltrane <laughs> if if he was. Like neurotic or just insane or just because uh, I mean talk to Flash I like he was his buddy. Sorry, you know? I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him go. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm stepping all over the crickets right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> stepping all over the crickets. Cricket murder ASMR. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta let him go. That's, That's right. right. And you know, I was just noticing looking back at the album cover here. Uh, it looks like there's a. I guess we'll call him a lamb goat child. Probably bet, right? probably lives next door to me. But if you look at the Satan-looking dude, looks like he's got a great big, huge, long serpent tongue coming out of his face. If you look at his right hand, it looks like there's a hole in it, yeah. as if to say Satan is Jesus. <gasps> oh, Jesus is minute, Satan. No. That's too much it. math. Look at it. I mean, look Whoa. at it. Sometimes Horns. you got to look at it. Yeah, just look at it. Would you just look at it? Let me show you something. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start trying to be, you know, empathic to people. Like when they want to tell me their sob story and I'm going to just like say things to make it more of a sob story, like to enhance their sob story. You know, <laughs> like I just, I just lost everyone in my life. It's like, yeah. You know where you could get really good practice? Yeah. Where? With those fucking uh, TV shows like American Idol and... America's got no talent. Uh, all that, that's uh, all it is. Anymore. All drama. Yeah. It's, it, it's, yeah, you got to hear their fucking. Feel sorry lesson. for this guy, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I want to make it even worse. So it's like you know, maybe I can push him all the way over the cliff. It's like you know what? Can can I get you to jump? Just just keep going. Just I'm, I'm going to make your sob story so much sobbier. Yeah. Do you make it sobbier? Because nobody else's life sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> life's not fucking hard and difficult and a challenge at every fucking step. All right. You're special. So, speaking of special. So now we got the killer opener for side dose. Side number two, if you have the long playing record. Yeah, that means a record with the biggest dick. <laughs> That's what long player means. Grimly insane. 
listen for the laughter. Break it down. Love this part. Good song. the the re-release old re-mixified version mm. with the with the different drum sound it's gonna be like what it's gonna sound like a voicemail that's like, what i was gonna say is yeah. it sound like the voicemail yeah kind of yeah. now the next one i don't know why because it i like the next song in, in the context of the entire album but for whatever reason uh, it's gonna be the unpopular opinion but it's it's probably my least favorite song in this album. How dare you? Well, I mean, I'm not saying... I mean, They can't all be your favorite. No, no, no. I understand. But it's like in the context of the album, it's like for whatever reason, like I was listening to it on the way over here today and I, and I dug it as I listened to it. But in terms of like a right out of the gate thing, it's not as much as the others, which even for this one, it, it's kind of on par with like... Like, you know how, like, with, we'll bring it back to food again. Why not? You know, like, with pizza and, like, with Mexican food, it's like, you know what? Even when it's kind of not great. It's still pretty good. It's still pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. This is, like, the, the pizza of Rain and Blood for me. The song, Reborn. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. I know it sounds bizarre. I'm just saying. Still like the song. Still love the album. Just saying it's not my favorite. Sounds like communism to me. <laughs> I know. Hang Let me him. guess. I bet you didn't get the shot, neither did you, boy. Hang him. Huh. Yeah, you better take him out and hang him. Get rid of him. Might say it was a grower for me. I always liked it. Yeah. I like it once it kicks in. Commission was my life, will it let 
Okay. That was perfect timing. Was it? Yeah, I said torn, but a purpose. <laughs> this one's just kind of straight up forward, straight up speed metal in your face. Yeah, you know. I don't. I don't know why it is. There's, there's not a lot of groove factor to it or whatever. No, but even like the some lyrics, of the other ones, like the lyrics on this one, and read those lyrics, folks, because on every song, the lyrics are they paint a picture. Even if they go by like, <laughs> you go back and read it, you're like, holy fuck like that was all about you know witchcraft and burning witches i guess and you know that kind of thing okay so now we're at the the home stretch the last the last uh trace tracks and i gotta tell you probably the three best back-to-back-to-back songs in all of metal (laughs) easily yeah i might have to agree with you uh yeah uh yeah russell your thoughts Uh, Would that be a, a third? Yeah. So it's thrice approved. They're so good, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they all go together. Right, they do. They totally go together. It's one song. Yeah. It's yeah. one glorious. It's like a beautiful uh, orchestra. It's like yeah. a choir of angels yeah. in hell. Kind of. Not in hell. Actually, no. I am kind of feel like like when I finally get to the pearly gates, like the Slayer is actually playing in the background. It's like, fuck, the I'm home. The lead singer is a practicing Catholic. There so, you go. Yeah. He's that's all you need to know. That. And, and I think that's why his knowledge of the evil stuff is... Velocity. I think that's why he has so much uh, vocabulary in that. Well, he uh, didn't write all this. Oh, really? That's He didn't write the lyrics? No. Oh. I but, thought he wrote most of the lyrics and the other guys wrote most of the music. They, they no, varied. Most of it was, was King and Hannibal. King and Hannibal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, then never mind. But you, you know what's interesting? I just noticed this about Reborn because the aesthetic with this one, like think about Show No Mercy and think about Hell Awaits. Those were more about kind of witchcraft and demons and Dracula and the undead and kind of like spooky horror movie type yeah. shit. A lot of this stuff is kind of some real world stuff in there, obviously the Nazi stuff and... But mm-hmm. also including like, you know, burning witches and stuff like on Reborn. Yeah. And then getting into more like the modern topics like Epidemic and stuff like that. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting how this album, even lyrically, is sort of a shift from the first. Yeah. Two. And then right. once they got to South of Heaven, it pretty much all shifted more towards the uh, reality, the, the human the horrors versus yeah. the storybook like yeah, yeah Shin of mercy and that stuff that was all kind of comic book horror you know comic book horror yeah like uh yeah, king you know, diamond stuff, yeah you know you man know. the undead and satan and devils but, and shit uh, like that you know man the classic sense of horror sure i know, know what you mean yeah. yeah um where they get more human uh related horrors like necrophilia and shit, yes that shit I mean, I got some tapes back at the house. I don't want to next, know about no. those. That's fucking illegal. No. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was only at, they were they were dead like five seconds. It was uh, fine. It, it was still warm. Yeah, still dear, warm. Dear people, um, felt almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Sorry. Next episode, get you some. Anyway. Balls are out. Love that riff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I couldn't sing any other style of music. Nope. But he's got the perfect voice for thrash. The quintessential thrash voice. course gotta hear every part really but, but of course yeah. just put it on perpetual repeat yeah perpetual disease repeat or disease oh i'm having a hard time with the with a stout are you really keep drinking sorry damn so damn sweet Years will pass before it can be cured. I love that shit, man. Oh, yes. That's a long-distance dedication. Dedicated to (laughs) COVID-19. Going out there to all the epidemics everywhere. You know what? It's kind of a a shame that Slayer didn't put a song. There we go. That was a Russell Burt, by the way. It's kind of a shame that Slayer didn't have a song called Pandemic that they could have put on World Painted Blood. I mean, it, it would have been the soundtrack to the COVID Ellipse. Is that what it's called? Is that what we're calling it? I think so. COVID Ellipse. Yeah. Uh, we got about 10 more good years, y'all. Enjoy your time before it's post mortem. This, this one, too. Holy oh, shit. Boy. Well, this one and the t- Titley track just go together. Yeah. They're like both one song. This song will kick your ass and take your lunch money. And your girlfriend. And still think you're cool. So simple, but it's so good. It's shit, yeah. Swinging groove. Like an axe. Damn. 
every time. <laughs> Kind of like a chill goes down your spine every yes. time you hear that. It's like, damn. There we go. Okay, here's where the fun is. those lyrics and pick a bump of anti-relaxers. <laughs> Take a deep breath and go. Not yet. Maybe later. part is so fucking badass, Yes, man. it is. I'm only after death. Thunder. Bum, bum, bum. From down under. So good. Every time yeah. I hear the thunder. Yeah, it, the funny part is, because post-mortem means after death, if you're, you know, if you're into the whole, you know, autopsy kind of... <laughs> but the fact that the last four words of the entire song are, I'm only after death... That's exactly what postmortem is. See, it's it's educational metal. That's what it, it is. is. Yeah. It's educational thrash core. Fucking new encyclopedia brown of heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And now Sesame Street. Not Sesame Street. Electric Company. Not quite. Great better, space coaster. A little better than that. Look in your footsteps if you listen closely. Busy. It never makes sense to me. I know. But it works. Yeah. <laughs> was a fun one to play. It's like yeah. gourmet crunchy ball ribs. 
Awesome. That song is a blessing. It's the way it builds to that crescendo and then <gasps> Thunder. Yeah. Glorious. And we've all heard a thunder's clap like that before. Thunderclap. Sorry, I just made a new word. It's like a thunderclap, but not. Yeah, what a killer way to fucking end the album. But you never wanted it to end. No, no. you didn't. But what you did was you eject and you flip that bitch over that's and right. put it back in. No, bam! If that's you're right. in your car, it just goes ahead and plays on through. It's called, oh, that's that's, true. That's yeah. called uh, a lot of people might not know that. That's called auto reverse. I don't mm. know if y'all, y'all got that. That's, no. that's kind of like what cancel culture is, isn't it? Like auto reverse. It's like, let me, let me back up. Let me take that back. No, I remember getting the first, you know, growing up, my dad had multiple tape players and different cars and everything. But I remember getting the one in my truck that it would go ahead and flip the tape without you having to take it out. Yeah. That was a blessing. Cause it was yeah. like, Oh, it's just going to do it on its own. Yeah. You don't even have to do it. Yeah. You got to touch it. Now I got to say, now technically this would conclude the formal 1986 release of rain and blood, but yes, because they did a re-release and put two bonus tracks on them, shall we listen to those bonus tracks? Let me see if I can locate them. Can you pull it up? Let me see if I can. Pull I can it pull up. it up. Yeah, that I don't know if uh, if you guys get a chance, go back and listen to the aggressive perfector, the original version, because it's very different compared to this version. Was it on Hello Waits? Uh, I think it was like on. It was either on Haunting the Chapel. Or it was like a studio song on Live and Dead. But it was early, early stuff. But it, it was just much slower than this. Might have been on Show. No, it wasn't on Show Numbers. Oh, it was yeah, on Live and Dead. It. it was just, it was slower. It was way fucking slower. Totally different. I remember it. So they recorded this when they recorded Rain and Blood. I think it was like one of those outtake things or something, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Of course, the lyrics are, yeah. Go read those lyrics, folks, to every fucking track. But it wouldn't fit the album. No, it wouldn't. If they put it on there, it wouldn't fit. No, it it would be out of place. Yeah. I mean, they could have probably included it, but it would have, because we know the album as we know the album, it would have completely fucked up the flow, and it would have been like, 
Yeah, well, the mix would have to be the same, otherwise it wouldn't work. Yeah, well, the, yeah, right. And the mix of that is the same as the rest, yeah. but it's like it just doesn't fit with like when you look at that, it's like no, that's just don't fuck with it. You don't right. fuck with the tracking. You don't no, fuck you don't. with the order. Even though I did listen to it on Choufle on the way up here, how dare you? you just don't. It was still interesting. That, that brain fucked me. I called it. Uh, I called it Rain and Blood Pulp Fiction style. Is what I called it. Okay. Or really, I guess it was more like Rain and Blood Memento style. Kind of yes. both. Both. Really, kind of either both. <laughs> All right, now the criminally insane remix. I'm really curious to think what to hear what you guys have yeah, to say I about heard it because so. it's it's a different kind of flavor. Even the opener is different. Opening. That part's normal. Throwing a solo at the beginning there. Yeah. Kind of strange. I kind of like it. Yeah. This is where it gets weird for me. Weird. Yeah. And it's like you're playing yeah. fast as shit and he's just riding that halftime groove. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, they speed it up like right at yeah. the end, like to the last, the last measure or whatever. What? But it's like listen to it; it almost sounds kind of like, <laughs> kind of like they got Dave's replacement to come in. It's like, man, I can't play that fucking fast, dude. I can, I can do this. And it's like a dude just like, all right, I'll do halftime style. Can't do it. But yeah, it's a different. It sounds bizarre. But then when you get like to the last, I guess the last verse or the last passage of the song. The drums speed up to normal speed, but that halftime thing always fucked me up. It was just yeah, weird as shit. I don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't hate it, but knowing that the other one exists, yeah, right. knowing right. the knowing the better one exists is what's kind of like, eh, yeah, can't really it's do weird. It. Yeah, they were, you know, they were probably in the studio. They had time. They were like, let's try this, see what it sounds like this way, and then they're like, yeah. Yep. You know, I thought about something. I don't know if we want to introduce this as a new segment, but I feel like with this particular album. I think maybe it may not be a bad idea. Not to rip off Jerry Springer or anything, but do you guys have any final thoughts with regard to Rain and Blood? (sighs) Russell took a deep breath, like, okay, here we go. No, not that I haven't already said. It's, it's, to me, it's perfection. Yeah, agreed. Um, Billion. I'm sorry, Russell, were you finished? Well, you know, people. Guess not. People always say, you know, yeah, times suck. Uh, we live in shitty times, but we did get to live during the same time as Eddie Van Halen. You know, indeed. 
in this album. You know, we so, that's really it. That, yeah. That's all that matters. Fuck everything else yeah. in metal. Eddie Van Halen yeah. and Rain and Blood. <laughs> but you that's know what it. I'm saying? I mean, in, in our lifetime, we got some cool shit. Indeed, right? indeed, yeah, totally. Know, Michael Jordan basketball. You know, yeah. fucking and Rain and Blood. Actually, Michael Jordan was in Slayer for <laughs> like five hours. Yeah, yeah. He was in Black Sabbath for like three hours. Yeah. But no, you know, I think he played basketball with him, like pickup game or something. (laughs) Billiam, do you have any final thoughts with regard to the rain of blood? Uh, Other than it's likely one of my favorite albums ever. Ever. I would, I would concur. Top three, probably at least. That'd probably be mine. All I can say is any, any album or as it were back in the day, cassette that could, because initially it did freak me the fuck out. It freaked me out so much I actually gave it to somebody because I was kind of like, it's too scary. But then over time, as I grew up, oh, puss. my balls dropped late, dude. It happens. I was 24. But it once I got older, it I got more into it and I got the whole aesthetic and it was like, oh, now I got it. Like Norm MacDonald didn't really get his humor before he died. Now that he's dead, oh, fucking love, love him. Wish he was back. Mm-hmm. Same kind of deal. It's like at the time I was like, I guess I was too, because I was freaked out. I mean, I was, I was like, wow, those lyrics are intense. The really? music's intense. See, I didn't, I didn't deep dive into it like that. I just love the music and I love the the delivery. Right. And I mean, well, I think the delivery was what was so brutal. I was like, holy shit, this is like you know. I didn't take it seriously. In your face, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I just didn't I, like any of that. Any of that crazy shit yeah, or whatever. Right. I, I, think, I never took any of that I stuff seriously. Matt and I might have been a little bit more okay. oh. uh, Christianly browbeaten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Browbeaten. Yeah, yeah. Christianly yeah. browbeaten. Browbeaten. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely was not that. Browbeaten. Yeah, we're, we were beat up by Christian brown people. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> on that note, I guess we should probably go get some more uh, relaxers. Yeah, I got to trade out this uh, fucking milk. So. Yeah, I think I think Russell's uh, and, and vagina is hurting a little bit. Yeah, I'm so used to the sours now that when I get something this sweet, sours. it's just like oh. he's used to the sours. And next um, next week we got some ooh local special metal. guest yes. into the. Uh, into the into the bunker poon studios indeed inverted. we have some uh very special guests coming to metal nerdery hq 33rd floor inverted underground bunker poon studios stay tuned for that yes it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome it's gonna be a good one so uh until the next until the next till the next for billiam for russell and for everybody else here in the metal nerdery newsroom enter to the realm of satan that's right we bid you adieu and until the next I think you already said that, but yeah, but rain and blood forever. Amen. Amen. Nerd out. And also, woe to you. Indeed. Until the next. Ta ta. Later. Bye bye. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. (laughs) You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. If you look at his right hand, it looks like there's a hole in it. Yeah. You know, it almost didn't fit because I can't get it all the way in. But it's like it just doesn't fit. Would you just look at it? I'm so used to the sours now that.
educational purposes. For educational only. and instructional purposes only. It's all bullshit. There's no moon.